Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk about Monday Night Raw from last night. Season premiere of Monday Night Raw. Was it different or was it much of the same? We'll get into it on the Busted Open podcast. Also, we talk about the real life heat between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. And is WWE going to take advantage of it? All that right now on the Busted Open podcast. Here's the season premiere. And as he should, Big E, your WWE champion, comes out, right, Bully? And addresses the crowd. Not addressing the home audience. He addresses the crowd there live in Houston, which I love. That's so un-WWE-like. And then he's talking about here in Houston, and he's and he's he starts the crowd going with a Let's Go Astros chant. Like, that's something that you see at a live event. That's not something that you see on a Monday Night Raw. And I got, I got really excited. But then it goes into the formula. How? Seth Rollins comes out. Seth Rollins comes out and Big E says something that I've heard a champion say many times before on Monday Night Raw, Bully. And that is, Seth, you lost. And he talks about his loss to Edge in Saudi. You're now at the end of the line. As soon as he said that, I was like, by the end of this show, Seth Rollins is going to be either a number one contender or is going to get a championship opportunity. And boom, what happens? Rey Mysterio comes out. Finn Balor comes out. They make a like you always. They make a match at the end of the night for the main event, and it's for number one contendership for the WWE Championship. It's Rollins, Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Finn Balor. Okay, that's the match. Go ahead, bully. And Velvet turns around and says to me, "Wow, who goes over in this one?" And I go, "Seth." She's like, that, 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 that quick? You just gave the answer that quick? I go, it's that, it's that crystal clear yes. right off the bat. So the way you're thinking it, like we're thinking the same thing. I mean, just look at it from a most simplistic thing. Rey Mysterio, babyface. Uh, Kevin Owens, babyface. Um, Finn Balor, babyface. What's Big E? Uber babyface. Yes. What's Seth? Heel. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, this is like addition and subtraction. That's how simple it is. 
the fact that Seth came out first, the fact that Biggie said, no, you lost, you're at the end of the line. You're going to have to work your way back up. I'm like, fuck that. He is going to win the main event. They're going to, they're setting up the main event. He's going to win the main event, and then he's going to get a championship opportunity. Like you said, it's crystal clear. And they, like you said, they made it as crystal clear as possible because everybody he was in the ring with was a baby face and Big E on the season premiere. Here's your baby face champion. Do you really think they're going to set up a match between him and another baby face on Monday night? Raw? Ah, uh-uh, that ain't happening again. Formulaic on Monday night. Raw. The way to go about the finish of that match is quite simple. And this is a, let's go to the videotape finish. But the WWE does it all the time when it's convenient for them. So, who is the bigger babyface? Rey Mysterio, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor. Oof. I mean, it's to me, it's Rey Mysterio. He's a legend. Fair enough. Yeah. So, you 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 you, you take Rey out, okay, a little earlier than what he got taken out, and you don't have to put him to the floor with a table, okay? You can get rid of that bump for a second. You backdrop Kevin Owens over the top rope. He goes and crashes and burns through the ladder. You give, you give um, Finn Balor the the um, the curb stomp. Now you th- now Rollins looks and there is the uh, th- there is the contract above the ring. Ray comes back in. You do a little dipsy do. You bump the ref. Ray hits the six one nine. Gets the West Coast pop. Crawls up and Ray gets the contract. And then Seth Rollins tips over the ladder. Ray falls. Seth grabs the contract, wakes up the ref, and puts the contract right in the ref's face so that when the ref comes to, he sees Seth with his with the contract in his hand. You basically have Seth cheat to get the number one contendership. Do something that throws us off the scent of, in the first 10 minutes of the show, we knew Seth Rollins was walking out of there with that contract. Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody that was watching that show last night that thought otherwise. There's three three baby faces in there. Your champion is a baby face. What are we going to do? We're going to go baby face, baby face, and make them... They don't want people picking sides with Big E right now. They want Big Ear cheered as much as possible. Once again, I'll just tell you last night, Velvet says to me, oh, Big E comes out first. Uh, obviously, why do they always bring him out first? I go, because they want to bottle that initial pop. They wanted to give it to Big E because he's the champ and they're trying to give him every opportunity possible. It's really why the champ, Austin starting the show or The Rock starting the show or Cena starting the show, you want to give them the, the best chance of getting that initial pop. Absolutely uh, 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 the best way of starting the show. You know, Big E should. He's your champion. He, they're building him to be the biggest baby face on Monday Night Raw. But again, you're setting that up. It's just, it, it, I, I hate to use this term, bully. I, I rather use formulaic, but I think most fans would say lazy booking. And I think that, that last night what we saw was lazy booking. And you didn't need to do that. You have a fresh start. Uh, no, lazy is the wrong word. Got to be fair here. That's it's not lazy. Well, most fans would say that's Form, why I said formulaic. formulaic. That's why I say I, formulaic. Rather, I don't I, like lazy. Lazy I, insinuates that there's no effort being put forth, and I don't think that's the case. 
I agree with you. But but most fans would say lazy booking because they've seen it a million times. We've seen this over and over again. You had the chance. Lazy booking is can they coexist. That's lazy That's booking. La- that is lazy booking. And Ryan McKinnell and I actually coexisted for three hours yesterday on, on Busted Open. Uh, How'd, but, that work out? How'd that work out for you? You're here today with it, with the old open back. Um, and there you have it. <laughs> but, 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 Bully, it, th- last night it felt like a new start. It felt like a new beginning at the beginning of that show. And by the end of the show, I think the term is business as usual. That w- that's like probably the best way I could describe Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, dude, I agree. Uh, th- there, there were certain things I liked. I liked the Zelina segment with the, you know, the crown. I loved how Zelina was going into like a British accent and then she would come out of that yes. accent. Like, but then, you know, okay, let's bring out Dewdrop and we'll go back there again. Okay, you know, whatever. There were times where I felt they got away from the formulaic, and there were times where they slipped right back into it. I would like the show to seem... This is the first thing that just popped into my head, so I'm going to say it. I would like the show to have a flow as if Vince Russo was booking it. Vince Russo booked runaway train shows where you never knew what was going to happen, where it could crash and burn at any minute, it could pick up speed, it could slow down. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch the Raws from 97, 98, 99 when he was booking it. Yep. It was a runaway train Monday Night Raw. Now, we're, we're very much... Now, when I turn on Raw, I feel like I'm riding the teacups at Disney. I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah, you want Mr. Toad's wild ride. You want to get into that ride and not know where it's going to go. It could be a completely different adventure every time you get into that chair. That's what I want from Raw. And it just feels like the same old, same old. But they have an opportunity here to do something like what I described earlier. Taking something that has some realism behind it, where there's emotional investment and making it a major story. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. Little girls must come up to you all the time. That is one of my favorite things is when little kids come up to me and for whatever reason, they just want to have a moment of your time and you can just tell that they're just looking at you with this different kind of lens. And the lens is that they don't have total perspective on life and they they don't know how to get where they want to be, but they see something in you that attracts them towards that direction in their life. And that's such a huge compliment. It's so cool. It humbles me. Mondays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. The wrestling world all weekend long was talking about Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. 
Okay? That's what everybody was talking about. The real, they went off script. People, you know, Mike Johnson's reporting. So, you know, Mike Johnson's, you know, extremely credible. If he's saying it 99.9% of the time, it's true. There's even reports that Sonia Deville got pissed. And that Charlotte left and like, and then we get Andrade, who's in a real life relationship with Charlotte tweeting out fuck WWE after what we saw on SmackDown Friday. Like, you can't make this up, bully. This could, You know why you can't make it up? Because it's real. So then, so then last night, after all this happens, we get Bianca and Becky in the ring, Joy. Now we get, like, you know, the scripted promo from Bianca. We get the scripted promo from Becky. I'm supposed to be emotionally invested, even though Becky beat Bianca in what? 17 seconds at SummerSlam. They have the triple threat at Saudi. And if, if, if I remember correctly, it wasn't Bianca who got screwed. It was Sasha who got screwed in that match. And you're not even seeing Sasha because Sasha's moved on to SmackDown. (laughs) Follow me here. So not easy. It's not easy. Why, after everything that happened on Friday, you, you purposely put Charlotte and Becky in the ring together on Friday? Right now, it's almost like a Cody situation in AEW, right, with Charlotte. Fans don't like Charlotte. First of all, she is a heel on TV. That's number one. Number two, you know, she is like the entitled you know, daughter of Ric Flair. You know, she she has this attitude about herself. Now you even added fuel to the fire because here is a segment that was scripted that she went off script to make Becky look bad in the ring on SmackDown. And now, on Raw last night, Bully, you expect me to boo Becky Lynch? In what world am I booing Becky Lynch last night on Monday Night Raw. In my world, damn it. You'll boo who I tell you to boo. And you'll cheer who I tell you to cheer. Uh, It's aggravating. You know why? Because you just used the word real at at the end of the hour when it comes to Becky and Charlotte and how wrestling fans like a little realism in their storylines because that's how you get emotional investment. Safe to say, Bully, that fans are emotionally invested in this feud between Becky and Charlotte because it's real. Nothing screams out, excuse the F word, nothing screams out fake more than what I saw on Monday Night Raw last night. All right, I thought you were going to say fat. No. (laughs) Fat with a P. Nothing screams fake more than what I saw last night between the exchange of Becky and Bianca. Becky Lynch is a wrestler for the people. The fans are emotionally invested in Becky Lynch. They love Becky Lynch. Think about the pop that Becky got when she came back in August at SummerSlam. I'm I'm sorry. This big-time Bex does nothing for me. It doesn't. And I love Bianca. It's not doing anything to help Bianca Belair either. Last night, did you see Bianca Belair about halfway through her promo start to uh, struggle with her verbiage? Yep. Felt very unnatural. 
people not not wanting to boo Becky. It wasn't until the last 30 seconds of each lady's promo that the people got behind them and they had to rely on the shut up line and they happened and they had to rely on get to the back of the bitch. If you call it, you know, the bitch line always gets a pop. Cursing always gets a pop. Yeah, and, and in the world of the WWE, when it comes to the women's division, bitch is that is that is that word that they throw in there all the time. Yeah, it's their go-to word. So yeah. th- that's it. I agree with you. There's there's nothing about Becky Lynch to me that screams heel. Why? Because Becky wanted to be a heel or whatever? I- I'm sorry. I-, I don't buy into all this crap. You got over organically because Nia Jax laced you and busted your face with the right hand. People have been behind you ever since. You're a mom. You just had a baby. People, people respect the fact that you got yourself into phenomenal shape and came back. Why do I hate you? Now, if you told me there were plans to put Becky and Seth together as some kind of heel power couple, a la a Triple H or Stephanie, I would listen. But as far as what I'm seeing right now, I don't get any of that. If you told me you were going to put Montez Ford into the angle with Bianca Belair and Seth the Becky, okay, maybe there's something there. And I'm really grasping here. But I'd listen to it because at least it would sound like you had a long-term plan for this. Becky's music alone inspires people to pop, right? Yeah, I mean, and she got it last night. She got the pop last night. They, we're in the WWE, we don't have heels and we don't have baby faces. We have WWE superstars. Well, Becky Lynch is a superstar. She is. I'm not quite sure why I want to ha- hate this superstar. They have done nothing to make me want to hate her. And if reports from last uh, Friday night are true, I have even less reports. Let's say everything that being is reported is true and Charlotte is 1,000% wrong and Becky is 1,000% right. That's what I want to see now. I would have had Charlotte Flair jump that rail last night and blast Becky right in the back of the head. And then this Friday on SmackDown, I have had Becky Lynch jump the guardrail and blast Charlotte Flair right in the back of the head. And I would sit these women down in a room and I would tell them, here's the business that we're doing. So do whatever you need to do to at least shake hands because we're about to make some money with this. Hopefully they're smart enough to bring this to Survivor Series or do something. I said two months ago that the biggest match you could have at WrestleMania for the women this year is Beckett versus Charlotte straight up and unify those at that championship. That's the match. Disagree? Build Agree? that what you, story. What do you think? Then build that story now. I, I don't need to. Because Survivor Series is a month away. Survivor Series is in November. Here we are at the end of October, and I'm still seeing Becky and Bianca. This is supposed to be a restart. We just had this draft to change things up. You're having the same story that you had on SmackDown, and I just moved it over to Monday Night Raw. You just put a different color paint on it. That's all you you changed from blue to red. That's all you did. So now you, I got to hear Bianca saying, I want that Raw Women's Championship. When it was two weeks ago, she said she wanted the SmackDown Women's Championship. You're just changing the verbiage. You're just changing the color of the show. And honestly, Bully, what what ground does Bianca stand on? You, you, you lost to Becky and 
you know, 30 seconds at Survivor Series, and then you had a triple threat at Saudi, and Becky retained. So how am I supposed to buy into Bianca saying, I want that shot at the Royal Women's Championship? Why? All you did is lose. You're trying to make sense of stuff that they don't even care really makes sense because they book forward. Opportunities like Charlotte and Becky's real animosity, if it was 1,000% legit, let's assume it was, that kind of real animosity only comes around once in a while. Why not try to take full advantage of it? Why not? Why not? Let's say there's reports that Charlotte wants out. Let's say Charlotte does want out. Let's let's make a story out of it. Let's tell her, Becky, not, I want out of here so bad because I hate this place now. And I would love nothing more than to take your championship and walk out of this place. Holy shit, am I going to hate Charlotte now? You want to you wanna beat Becky and take the championship with you? Now I'm dying to see Becky beat Charlotte. And by God, the story that would be, is is Charlotte really leaving? Could we see the end of Charlotte's career? She puts her career on the line. You know, I'm so confident, Becky, that I can whip your ass. I'll put my career on the line. Now you're like, wait a second. Is this, is, you know, then is she going here? Is she going there? Like, I, I don't, Bully, what you said is, Hunter, let's, let's just say this is complete bullshit. Let's just say that, the dirt sheets made this up or some stooge got the story wrong and nothing happened backstage. That was the way it was supposed to go, what we saw on SmackDown. If if I'm Vince McMahon or the creative people with the WWE, I'm I, I'm I'm drooling at the fact that that this story is out there. This is it's trending. This is all that everybody's talking about. Oh my God. That they just laid this in front of us. That the, the ball, it's a softball. Let's knock it out of the park here. Let's build a story out of this because this is what the people want. Look at what, look at social media. They always talk about on fucking Raw, they talk about the tr- this is trending. And look at a, our social media. Well, look at your social media. This is what everybody was talking about. How do you not make this a story last night? How do you not last night build a story off of what, you, what just happened on Friday night? Maybe the way I look at things is a bit different than others do because of certain things that I witnessed coming up in the business, Dave. I'll never forget the night. I think it was either late 96 or 97. At about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening in the ECW arena, I saw Jim Cornette walk into the locker room. And I was like, like, I I could not believe what I was seeing because Jim Cornette and Paul Heyman hated each other. And I watched Jim Cornette walk across that locker room, walk right up to Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, get up out of his chair. I watched those two men shake hands and hug. That shake and that hug was in the interest of business. Paul, I hate you. Jim, I hate you too. But we're really good at what we do off camera and on camera. Let's make some magic happen. 
And when we're done making this magic happen, you go back to Smoky Mountain. I'll stay here in Philadelphia. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. We'll keep hating each other until we mature and decide that there's no real reason to hate each other anymore. The point? It's all in the interest of good business. The WWE always touts what's best for business. What's best for business right now is taking the real-life animosity between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and making it work and building it towards WrestleMania. Whether it's a work from last Friday night or whether it's a shoot from last Friday night, it's right there in front of you. But no, we're going to go in different directions. Maybe I'm wrong, but as a wrestling fan, this is what I want to see. This is a story of two girls who came up together in NXT who turned into women on the main roster and now sit at the top. They have to share the mountaintop as champions. Best friends who are now not not in each other's best graces. And and, and that is... That's that's like a bag of money punting you in the face. Bully, if if Dak Prescott, say the Cowboys are about to play the Giants on Sunday, and Dak Prescott in a radio interview badmouthed the Giants, that's all you would hear the whole week leading up to that game, and then the commentators before that game would start would talk about Dak Prescott's comments, and then that builds a few monster ratings for that game. uh, Yeah, do people want to see the Giants and the Cowboys on the field? Yeah, but it's that, that, that father, that talk show father that everybody talks about. You would hear those comments from Dak Prescott Echoed uh, from every talk show host, every newspaper, every magazine, and then even the co- Tony Romo on CBS before the game. Like, I can't believe Dak Prescott before a big game like this would make those comments. Now, here is pro wrestling bully that's predetermined, that's scripted, and they can't get this right. They can't get, they can't build a story. The WWE says we give the fans what they want. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because the fans don't want to see Bianca and Becky. They don't. We already saw it on SmackDown. Stop, stop, stop. We don't want to discredit Bianca. The fans want to see Bianca. They just don't want to see her against Becky right now. That's what I'm saying. I, I think this does a disservice to Bianca Belair. Correct. Because Bianca Belair should be one of the most popular wrestlers in the WWE. Bianca Belair could easily be holding a championship and knocking every heel wrestler down that tries to face her. Instead, they put her in an impossible situation, sticking her in the ring with Becky Lynch that every fan wants to cheer. From day one, do you have a reason to like Bianca Belair? Yes, because she, they told... From day told, one, hold on. From day one, do you have a reason to love Bianca Belair? Yes. Do you have a reason to like or love Bianca Belair more than Becky Lynch? Oof, that's tough. I say no. 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 Bianca is not nearly as organically over as Becky was. We know why we love Becky. Becky had to sit in Charlotte's shadow for the longest time. And then Becky starts to get over. And the man, and yada, yada. 
Bianca's done a lot of great things so far, but as far as a fan, as, as a fan, I'm not there with Bianca yet as I am or was with Becky. Listen to the people. They don't want to hate her. You can force feed her all you want. Reports were, oh, Becky wanted to come back as a heel. That's great. I want to be skinny. Not happening. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> hey, I'm down to my lightest ever right now. And I think, I think I saw an ab the other day. Yep. All it, right. It might have been, it might have been spray tanning, good lighting, but I think. I saw uh, Gabby shaking her head like, nope. Uh, you might <laughs> no, have seen that. No, you didn't. <laughs> but, but I agree with you. Bianca is somebody that you should be building up to be one of your biggest superstars on your roster. It's going to be very difficult for her to do that against somebody like Becky Lynch. And it's going to be impossible for people to hate Becky Lynch. And like a lot of people are tweeting me already. Well, Dave, be patient. You always say be patient. Maybe they're building towards Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania. Okay, then where does that leave Bianca Belair? And why aren't you changing Becky to be a babyface? Strike while the iron's hot. This happened on Friday. People forget and people move on very quickly in this business. You have, if you're the WWE, and listen, Monday Night Raw, bully, and I'm not enough with the comparison with it. Throw AEW off to the side here. Forget about AEW. Has has Monday Night Raw been struggling in the ratings? Yes. If you told me. And I don't know what the rating was for last night. We'll see. But if you told me Charlotte was going to show up on Raw to confront Becky Lynch, I guarantee you, you would get a monster rating for Monday Night Raw. Guaranteed you would get a monster rating. Coming off of what happened on Friday, guaranteed you would get a monster rating for Monday Night Raw. And I would do things so out of the box. I'd have Charlotte make a video before Raw. Like, just a video in her car. Like, all of the other talent does in the wrestling business, to, to, they use their social media as a, as a means to get their message out there. I'd have Charlotte driving and her car and, and the phone videotaping that she was in Houston. I'd have her circling the parking lot and they'd oh. cut a promo and say, Becky, oh. Oh Becky, I'm God. in the parking lot. One of those fucking TikTokers and the the the, yeah. the 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 grams of instant, all that stuff. Have like have like Charlotte throw videos up there, like hey, I'm in, I'm in Houston. I'm hey, in the that, parking uh, lot, Becky. I'm waiting for the doors to open. I'm not even I'm not coming in the back because I know I'm not supposed to be on Raw anymore. So I'm not coming through the back because they might not let me in but I'm coming in through the front door. And Becky, when your music hits, I'm jumping the rail on you oh. and punching you in your fucking face. You know what, too? Charlotte could say, oh, yeah, that... Remember, remember, Becky, that Raw Women's Championship that you gave up because you got pregnant? I I'm glad that the WWE just had me hand you that championship on Friday. You didn't earn it back. They just had, you know, you just have you hand, you know, that championship to you. I mean, there's a, I, I, there's oh a my million God. ways. There's a million oh. ways to make this work. Uh, no, but they have Bianca I, Belair. I, I, I would love. Bianca I would Belair. Love, 
Spit I would, out I would a- love. You know what I would love? I would love one of these backstage WWE stooges who feel the need to talk to the internet about, or, or, or you know, the, 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 you know, the whoever the IWC uh, call you on the down low, off the record, and say, "Well, here's why Charlotte and Becky can't do business together." Actually, maybe I'll just make a phone call. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? That's no excuse. First of all, whoever. Uh, I, I, whether it's Vince McMahon or, you know, whoever, head of creative or whatever, if Becky comes in and says, you know what, I, I'm feel like, I feel like being a heel. You know, I just it feels good to me. You know, I'm going to be a heel. Somebody needs to sit her down and say, no. Nobody wants to boo you. You're one of the most popular WWE wrestlers in the last 10 to 15 years. Why is that good for business? To make you a heel. The fans love you. You're wrong. Whatever you're thinking is wrong. And this is what we're going to do. And if Becky and Charlotte say we're not going to do business together. Fuck you. Yes you are. Look at social media. Everybody wants to see you in the ring together. Why? Because it's real. Let's play off. You don't like each other? Good. That's just going to make this angle that much more better. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Everybody talks about the, the WWE. Eric, Eric, Bischoff, Eric Bischoff swallowed his pride and walked on to Monday Night Raw. Live shot. Booker T. They, they didn't smarten Booker up. They never told him who was going to walk into the shot. And here comes Eric Bischoff walking in. And he goes on stage and he hugs Vince McMahon. Eric Bischoff, who challenged Vince McMahon to a fist fight. They did good business. Sable sued the WWE for $100 million. They brought her back. They did good business. Bruno, Bruno San Martino for decades badmouthed the WWF slash WWE. For decades. I was there at Madison Square Garden when he walked on that stage, stage and went into the WWE Hall of Fame. Bully, the WWE has made documentaries, DVDs, 24-7s, you know, about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, the Montreal screw job and all this stuff. Sit down interviews. Ah, it's how real it was and everything like well, you have something right now that you can play off right in front of your face. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? This show is as formulaic as a 80s sitcom right now every single Monday night. An 80s sitcom. For God's sakes, Bully, we know exactly when they're going to go to break. I start walking to the kitchen before they even throw to the break. That's how formulaic this show is right now. Once again, people, we are not talking about the talent. There were, the, there were a lot of good matches last night. The main event was really strong. Um, the RKO, RK Bro versus uh, Dolph. Um, and and uh, Bobby Roode, uh, Keith Lee. Well, I want to talk about Keith Lee because I think Keith Lee is, I, I think Vince is behind Keith Lee right now and is going to get Keith Lee over because it's going to be in Vince's vision and not Hunter's vision. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of great talent, a lot of great stuff from the talent last night. We are talking about creative, and we are talking about the formula of Monday Night Raw. Don't get it confused. Where if... We're not burying. We're saying how the formula is getting old. 
Yeah, and and somebody just gave you a gift on Friday that for whatever reason you're not accepting. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Friedman. Sound design by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.